Welcome to the SYA podcast, giving you teachings from the young adult ministry of Shepherd Church, where it's our mission to lift up Christ that the world might believe. We meet every Thursday at Shepherd Church in Porter Ranch. For more info, go to wearesya.com. Hello, friends. I hope that you are healthy and that you're safe and you're taking care of whoever you're around right now. But for this first side cast, what I'd like to do is just kind of lead you through a creative prayer meditation of sorts. Now, this exercise is going to take place in your own mind. But as the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 2, who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? And in the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. And Paul concludes, but we have the mind of Christ. And Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27 is explicit. It says, the human spirit, the mind, is the lamp of Yahweh, searching the deepest self. So my hope is that this meditation becomes a sort of prayer. Brother Lawrence once wrote, prayer is nothing else than a sense of God's own presence. Our world right now is anxious and uncertain, and I've noticed that heavy anxiety and uncertainty can tempt us to resign to the darkness instead of searching for the light. And too often we then find ourselves wallowing in old sin struggles. So whatever your struggle might be, or your fear, or your worry, I'd like to lead you on a simple walk inside your mind. If you're willing... Close your eyes and imagine yourself standing alone on a beach with no one else in sight. The sky is clear. The wind is low. It is a beautiful day all around. And as the sun begins to turn in for the night, you watch it fall slowly beyond the water. And with the great star offering its last bit of light for the world to see by, you start to walk along the shore with your hands in your pockets. And as you turn from the sun to see what lies ahead of you on the sand, you notice someone approaching. They're far enough away you can't make out features, and even as you move closer and closer, they're still fuzzy and blurry, and you sense yourself becoming ever so uneasy. And then as you look down for just a moment to ponder, the person is standing right in front of you, and it's Jesus. Now, I don't know what he looks like in your mind's eye. It probably depends on the movies or art you've been influenced by the most, but all of that is trivial now because of this. This is really him. There on the beach, he is standing in front of you. You're speechless. Your heart is pounding. Maybe you're overwhelmed and nervous, but you certainly know now that he isn't cartoonish or weak or passive. But with fire in his eyes, he is Alpha, Omega, Son of God, Creator of all things. Instinctively, you look down. Your hands are no longer in your pockets. They're out in front of you. And swimming in the palms of your hands are your unspoken failures, regrets, heartaches, unforgiveness, your deep hurts, and your secret sins. I don't know how this is possible, and I don't know what it looks like to you in your mind, but you can't take your eyes off of it, and you know that Jesus is still there, uncomfortably close, 
Because for him, you realize there's no such thing as social distancing. As you stare at what resides in your hands, you're gripped with the weight and reality of your frailty and your lack of self-awareness. You're gripped with the weight and reality of your sin. Timidly, you look up at Jesus. What's his expression? What does he say to you? The answer that your mind's eye conjures up is how you imagine God sees you in all of your humanity. And there, on the beach, as you look at Jesus, he smiles. Not mockingly and not in a way that makes light of your heartaches or pain or your sin. No, he smiles at you with full knowledge of who you are, with full love and acceptance. And then he looks down and you think, no, Lord, no, don't look, don't look there, not at this. But he does. And you look down too and you notice immediately that the filth, regrets, and pain that just moments ago had crowded your hands are now gone. Your hands are still cupped out in front of you, but now they're empty. You look to Jesus quickly, excited and hopeful, but he's still looking down. He isn't sad or defeated, but he's thoughtful. And as you look to see what's captured his attention, you see it. There, swimming in his cupped palms, are your failures and fears and your heartaches, and your pain, the pain inflicted on you by others, and also there swimming in the palms of his hands are your sins. You look back up, maybe nervous, maybe ashamed, and maybe for the first time, instead of feeling defensive, you feel sorry, responsible, broken. And here's the crux. Here's the revelation. When you look back into Jesus' face, how do you imagine him looking back at you? And look for this answer honestly, deep in your soul. Because the way you imagine that God thinks when he thinks about you is the most important thing because it will affect all things. Jesus cries out from the shadow of the cross and from beyond the empty tomb that it is finished, that God's love is safe, and that he is for you, not against you. Jesus cries out, Ali, Ali, oxen free, all can come home, no more hiding, chase the light. May you know the wonder and reverence that accompanies the massive and mysterious presence of the risen one. But at the same time, may you know that God is love and that God is near. Brother Lawrence wrote in the middle of the 17th century that prayer is nothing else than a sense of God's presence. And so, my dear friends, I hope you have a sense of his presence and of his love for you right here and right now. Amen. Thanks for listening to the SYA podcast. 
Be sure to connect with us on Instagram at wearesya.